Hey guys, welcome to an episode of Marketing Management Money. Uh, this is Ryan Murray along with my host Ryan Owens, and we're going to be chatting today about uh, the different types of managers that you have worked for, that you have been, and uh, we're going to try and uh, pick out the uh, the good traits, the things that we're we're striving to achieve, and uh, you know trim off some of those bad traits. And, and I want to kick it off with this. There's not a gold standard out there. There is not a perfect manager out there. Uh, you know, anyone that gets into management, uh, whether you're managing a full business or whether you're managing a team or a department, uh, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, you're you're going to have personality conflicts, you know, some some people that you really like to work with, other people that you don't like to work with. And that's just, you know, human nature. So we're not trying to, in this episode, convince you that this is the right way to do management, um, you know, but uh, there are definitely Definitely some better ways of doing it and some right? not so better ways of doing it. And, yeah. And so I think that's what we're going to hit on today is uh, we're, we're going to be just, just kind of a, a self-check, you know, this yeah. is, uh, is kind of just looking through and, and seeing what your management style is, how you act today, maybe how that has evolved over the years and, uh, you know, and then uh, look and see, you know, what, what things should you, could you be doing uh, you know, what have you learned from others? Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it all up into a, in, into a nice little package. This is, this is super interesting because I'm going down memory lane, <laughs> hardcore right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about all these past jobs that I've had and the different managers that I've had and styles that they've used and experiences that I've had with them really. Right. Mm -hmm. um, also, I've, I'm kind of thinking about what I know of your work history and, and everything. And I feel like our, our paths very quite oh. significantly. Oh yeah. Which is, yeah. I think is going to be interesting. It'll add some flair and some spice to this episode, which I think will be pretty cool. So, so let's, let's kick off before we get kind of into, uh, you know, some of that memory lane. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our current management styles. So uh, <laughs> it, 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 we're, 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 we're pulling back the curtain. All right. So, uh, you know, here at marketing management money, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you and me that, uh, we, uh, we, we run the show, uh, we contract with different people people to uh, provide elements of, you know, of what we're, what we're yeah. looking at, but, but it's just kind of, it's mainly the, the two of us that are running this show. Right. Yeah, right. So um, we don't have that middle management here quite yet. <laughs> well, and that's what I want to start off with is, uh, you know, a, lo a lot of times when entrepreneurs are looking at it and they're just like, oh, I'm not part of a team of 50, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, well, it's just me and, and, you know, these two guys that that we started doing something. And I'm like, well, you still have a management style. There's still the way that you and I interact and the way that we oversee uh, different projects. See, with, uh, again, I'm pulling back the curtain. Um, with us, you tend to oversee a lot of the contract labor that we do. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, yeah, we don't... just kind of threw that on you and you're just like, hey, you know, make sure that... Uh, you know, that the, 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 they're all being taken care of, yeah. um, you know, and. Uh, well, and I feel like that's really where I land a lot of times in a lot of cases. And, and I have throughout, again, I mean, we're not quite going to, down memory lane yet, but as I'm reflecting on these experiences, like I've always landed in that space of behind the curtain, getting things done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, 
And that's the role that I fill in, in this company as well is, you know, I do a lot of the behind the scenes work of but, making sure that these different cogs are. So, 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 so let's talk about that. Let's, let's, sure. let's talk about, you know, what, what are some things that make that effective? What are some things that, uh, you know, throw that off course? I do really well if, I mean, obviously if I'm personally invested in, in whatever it is that is being asked of me and I have a clear definition of, of what it is. If mm-hmm. it's, if it's something that I can, especially if it's something that I can uh, set up and then replicate fairly easily, if I can almost automate that process, that's where I do really well in, in managing different aspects of, of the things that we do. And in even interfacing with these people that we contract with, it's like, I am, I love using some of the different elements of the stack that we use to just automate the process of replying to emails or reaching out to customers or what, what have you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is one that I find really interesting between the two of us. I'm more analytical than you are. Yeah. However, when it comes to your management style, you're, I would say more methodical than I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, so like you want to replicate the, uh, you know, replicate the process. Uh, you're all about building the stack, making sure that it's got a nice flow to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm kind of just like, yeah, whatever, make it happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> just See, and I, and I want to cut out as much of the fat as possible. I don't want to, I don't want to mess around. I don't want to waste time with all this unnecessary crap that doesn't work or doesn't need to be part of the process. Mm-hmm. I got enough crap going on. I don't need more waste of time. You know what I mean? And, and so this is the first point that I want to uh, cover here is uh, a solid management style is to uh, create efficient processes. And yeah. this, this is just, this is a great management style. Uh, you know, I've seen it implemented. Oh, I know, <laughs> but I've seen it implemented with many of the businesses that I've consulted with. And when they have an efficient process, people understand what needs to happen and they know what their role is. Cause you can't achieve efficiency unless you, you know, like it's gotta be clear. There's clear direction when there is efficiency, because if there's yeah. not clear direction, you lose efficiency. And so one of the, uh, you know, one of, one of the best ways to manage is to manage by efficiency, just saying, okay, all we're going to do is we're going to go in, we're going to identify the waste and we're going to just pull that waste out. And, you know, if this is wasting time, if this is wasting energy, if this is wasting emotional energy, this, uh, that's a big one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's where, honestly, (laughs) I'm glad that you brought that up because that's honestly where I was going to take it next with, uh, what I feel like is a downfall in in my personal management style is just that wasting emotional energy. I don't want any of that. I have zero interest in. So let's in, get a little clear on what sure. we mean when we so, say wasting emotional energy. This absolutely. isn't like sitting in the corner and crying, right? I, I guess it <laughs> well, can be. It often it often <laughs> it leads that, to that for sure. <laughs> no, but. Uh, a good example is when it comes to managing people and teams, I don't particularly, I'm not particularly fond of the experiences that I've had in, in that realm because mm-hmm. it, it requires so much of me. It, it's not methodical, right? It requires so much of me to sit down and evaluate each specific scenario. And there's no coming up with this 
way to deal with it oftentimes, right? And you, you're, you're constantly having to check in with people and, and tweak and adjust. And I don't know. I, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't like people. I don't want to deal with people. I'm a behind the scenes person for sure. I do like to do, which with is people. funny because I freaking do a podcast. <laughs> I, weird. I, I, I know there, there's so many things like we pulled back the curtain and people are like, really? That's, yeah. that's how you guys operate. Weird. Yeah. No you way. Know? So for me, um, like we, we run our company here, uh, but I also, uh, I'm on the management team of a small business and I oversee the sales marketing for them. Um, and I also, uh, now I'm heavily involved in their R and D process. <laughs> and yeah. so I, you know, I, I'm in this management space where, uh, let's see, what is it? I've got 10 people. That I that I that I manage. I think it is. Yeah. If I forgot someone, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How would they know? How would they know if they, who they were or if they were counted? I, I I have I have one guy on my team who does uh, religiously listen to the podcast and he loves to talk to me about it. It's it's fun. It's good times. And so, um, anyway. So when I'm overseeing this, the, this group of 10 people, my management style is very relationship based. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what I like to do is I like to just find out what's going on in people's lives. I like to make sure that they're happy. My belief is that a happy employee is going to be a productive employee and an unhappy employee. And it doesn't matter. I'm not talking job satisfaction. I'm talking like, are they happy with their life? Yeah. And if they're not happy with their life, if they're, you know, going through crap in, at, at the home front and they're bringing that into work, then, you know, that's dragging everybody down. And so I spend a lot lot of time just chatting with people, finding out what's going on in their lives, making sure that they are, uh, you know, happy, content, that, you know, they feel fulfilled, and then trying to align some of the tasks and the job duties that they're doing with what they like to do. And, you know, that's, that's very much my management style. It's, it's a different management style. I was actually talking with the owner of the company not too long ago, and he was kind of questioning, he's like, you spend a lot of time just sitting down and talking with your team. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do. And he's like, are you sure you're using that time wisely? I mean, that, yeah. that seems like, like you're just wasting a lot of time. And, uh, yeah. and I told him, I said, look, it's, it's not, it, th there's, there's a specific purpose behind it. Uh, you know, and we've got, you know, we've got the numbers to back it up. Like the, the, the sales are moving in the right direction. The, uh, you know, the R and D development process is improving, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot that we can do to back up and say, yeah, this is actually working. And that's kind of what I told him. I said, Hey, you know, if ever this is not working, sure, I'll, I'll I'll change. But when people are happy, they they do better. And so, so yeah. I'm very much relationship based. Yeah. Um, when I, you know, when I manage teams and you know when I work with businesses, I just I want to know what's going on and how happy are you. Well, and I think especially for small companies, entrepreneur, you know, small business owner type companies, I feel mm -hmm. like that's such a valuable approach to managing a team because oftentimes in these smaller circles, these smaller, uh, environments, you have a much, uh, you have a much more palpable culture and okay. <laughs> that culture is dramatically affected by each 
in an, each individual person on that team, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you are like me <laughs> and you're in that situation managing a team, <laughs> it's a, just a disaster, dude. <laughs> because I honestly, unless, unless I had the right people on my team that could just essentially read my mind, not, I mean, wow. I know I'm, I'm sounding super arrogant here, but, but honestly, like if, if people weren't on the same page as me, they would honestly just hate my guts and hate working with me because I, they would be like, man, we don't get any direction from that guy and he doesn't know where he's going. And blah, 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 blah. But because it's all like in my head, I just want to handle things. I just want to like, right. Oh, okay. So you hit on something that I totally, we, we've talked about, you know, some recommendations of some different styles that work. Uh, I want to talk about something that doesn't work, but I see this happen a lot. Let, let me say one more thing really quick. About, oh, okay. I know. I'm I know, excited I know. for this because you, you cued me in, but I'll let you well, finish so, what you got. So I just wanted to take that same scenario and apply it to your management style where it's more of like, like I said, everything's in my head. With you, it's like you are constantly, um, you're constantly ensuring that everybody has a firm grasp on the vision and a, a firm or, or a high level of buy-in, mm. right? Yeah. To whatever this vision is, whatever the direction is, whatever the goals are. Yeah, anyway. and you, you're absolutely correct. I think that uh, team buy-in is huge uh, and I will take as much time as it takes yeah. To make sure that everyone is like, yeah, we can do this. And I'm totally like, I know what I'm doing. Just trust me. Just do what I tell you to do. All right. I figured it out. I'm very methodical. Just do it, please. So, 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 so one, one of the bad management styles that I've seen as, as managers, whether we're overseeing big groups, uh, you know, large teams, or whether it's a scenario like we brought up with, you know, uh, producing this show where, you know, it's, it's a much smaller team and we're just outsourcing and managing that piece. But one of the problems that I see is as a manager, you're a human being. Yeah. And as a human being, you don't always have the answers. And Oftentimes, as managers, we feel this pressure to have the answers. And so we'll keep leading people without knowing where we're going. And like, that's one of the Mm. worst mistakes you can make as a manager. If you don't have a clear vision, stop, sit down, take a minute, get some vision know where you're going before you start trying to lead people. We think as human beings, you know, if you're put in a leadership position, you feel like, well, I'm the leader. I should lead. And it's like, no, 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 no. You should only lead if you know where you're going. Don't get people lost just because you're the guy in front. Yeah. You know, and, and it drives me crazy when I see these managers that are just like, well, I'm the boss. And so this is what we're going to do. Why are we doing it? Cause I'm the boss, you know? And, uh, like, yeah. uh, I, I, I knew a manager, oh my gosh, drove me crazy. So 
he didn't know what to do, had some some complex problems that he was supposed to be working on, didn't know what to do. So instead of actually working on these complex problems, he started looking for all sorts of cost-saving measures, like how to reduce the, uh, the energy of the company or how to reduce the amount of paper used in the company. And, uh, you know, it just... It, it it just was what was a waste of time because it it didn't provide any vision there was no direction it's like oh and so instead of addressing the actual issues that were happening in the company he was spending all his time dodging those issues because he was out of his comfort zone he just you know it was a peter principle where yeah. he got promoted to a level of incompetency and <laughs> as a result he couldn't lead, but he wasn't willing to admit that he couldn't lead. And so he kept just pulling everyone around and, yeah. you know, and, and so I, uh, I used to do some, uh, some consulting for this company and, uh, I don't do the consulting for him anymore, but I bumped into one of the people that I used to do some consulting with mm-hmm. who, and they're, you know, they're still at this company and I kind of asked them, I'm like, Hey, you know, how are things going? And they're like, ah, it's fine. You know, we're just still doing the same stuff we've, we've always been doing. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured as much, you know, I, and, uh, and, and then, you know, I just asked them like, Hey, you know, how, how's how's the management doing and they're just like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you know and <laughs> you you already knew before you asked the question i know i was <laughs> i was kind of fishing a little bit yeah. but but it's get that drama it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 one of those things where you just yeah you look at it and you're like if you don't know what you're doing, admit you don't know what you're doing. Either step aside or take the time to learn. But don't keep leading people into the dark just because you have a title behind your name. All, all right, all right, all right. I feel like at this point we're kind of beating a dead horse here. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, sorry. Because <laughs> obviously there are other management styles than just my management style, which <laughs> is not great in team scenarios <laughs> or, or uh, personable team scenarios. And then there's yours that is what other management styles would you, or have you seen, I, you know, have you seen in your soiree into business? And so, um, one of the things that works really well, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of owners do this and that is they, they build an intimate management team. And what they do, their management style becomes the idea of, you know, surround yourself with people who are better than you. And, and that's actually a very effective management style. If, uh, you know, if you can put your ego aside and realize that there's a lot of smart people out there yeah, and, you know, bring those people into your management team. And so it's, it's very much a, a collaborative management style. And, uh, and I think it's an excellent, you know, an excellent approach for many people. And it's honestly kind of where you need to evolve to once you get to a certain size in the business, okay. you know, because a, a lot of these other management styles. So, um, I was talking to uh, uh, I, I was talking to someone on my team actually, and they were sharing with me uh, some insight. They uh, they had served uh, many years in the military, yeah, and they were talking about uh, some of the different management techniques that were used in in the military. And <laughs> no, there's only one <laughs> management te- technique used in the military. Get down and do it, damn it! <laughs> now, yes, sir. 
Now, if you actually look at, uh, so um, I I love looking <laughs> at uh, World War One yeah. and the evolution of uh, warfare from World War One to present day. World War One was like if you want to understand bad management. World War One became such a uh, horrific war because of bad management, and so you know when when you uh, when you start looking at the way that we deal with conflicts today versus the way that we dealt with them, you know, with the with the two big world wars, yeah, uh, like we're a lot better. We we've avoided a lot of serious conflict and a lot of unnecessary bloodshed. And so I'm going to argue that management in the military has improved pretty dramatically over the last century. That's uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can bite off on that. I mean, I mean, there definitely is this, uh, there's definitely a camp that I think would disagree with that in that we've also spent a lot of resources and otherwise, human collateral right in decades long endeavors that seem to just switch names and well uh, okay okay i you know you get what i'm saying i get where you're coming I mean, without from. coming right out and being like damn those republicans <laughs> or those democrats or those freemasons <laughs> i don't know whatever <laughs> whatever you want to blame it on like the Illuminati. <laughs> so, so I, I, I guess this is what. Oh man, we're kind of all over for a second. Yeah, there's the management technique well, of just okay. bouncing and not having any clear direction that yeah. we're on right now. Yeah. Well, but it, but seriously, it it has it improved or has it just shifted into? You know, are are we in that? And and I absolutely feel like you could get like this in a business as well. So, I mean. Pulling it back in a little bit. <laughs> I feel like you can get to a point in business where you you placate, right? And mm-hmm. I've seen this plenty in in throughout my career. And you know, you have these managers come in that that are just they've they've got a stand that they're gonna make and they're gonna die on this hill and they're stubborn and obstinate and they make a point right out the gate, you know, and then subsequent managers come in and they learn the history or the owners will hire based on the fact that they don't want to have that experience again. And so they hire someone who's mm. a little bit more uh, cohesive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Co- I don't know. So I, there are a lot of people that get hired into management because their, you know, predecessor was just so bad that they're just oh, yeah. looking for a change. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that plenty. And it's not always a good thing. Management can absolutely shift in the wrong way. It, right? It, it it can. But let me let me bounce back to Let's pull this back into management styles. I feel like we're deviating here. So when I was talking to this guy on my team and he from the military, he learned that you really can't effectively manage groups larger than 12 was the number that he gave. Ooh, interesting. And I actually agree with that where, you know, these people that are like, oh, I'm over 200 people. 
I'm like, no, you're over a dozen people who are over, over a dozen teams people that over a dozen adds up to 200. Yeah. And sure, I mean, if you want to inflate your ego and be like, oh, yeah, I oversee, <laughs> you know, 200 people. Like, great, inflate your ego all you need to. But the truth yeah. of the matter is, is you got your core people that you're working with. And going back to this whole idea of a management style of surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you is a great management style because at the end of the day, you really can only manage a handful of, of people effectively. Um, the, the other thing that I want to talk about, and, you know, as, as you were starting to allude with, you know, the, the, these uh, managers, they come in and they're very obstinate. The term management, subconsciously, it triggers this idea of, you know, authoritarianism. That, oh, yeah. and, and, well, and, in, in Western culture, right? See, and I don't, I don't know enough about management outside of Western society. Um, Oh man, you know, I I know that you've actually studied this quite a bit, and it's a whole other episode. (laughs) You know, but I, I look at it and I'm like, you know, managers really aren't; they shouldn't be these authority figures, they should be conductors. They should be people that are bringing things together. You know, I picture a conductor of a symphony and the job of the conductor is to stand in front of everyone where everyone has a clear vision of when to start, what tempo to play at, Mm -hmm. but people are making the masterpiece happen because they're, you know, they, they know how to read music. They know how to make it beautiful. And the conductor's not, you know, he's not driving results. He's not making it happen. Yeah. He's coordinating the effort. Right. Uh, and in my view, that's such a better management style is oh, I to totally agree. be like, I'm, I'm not the authority figure. I'm the coordinator. And, and the, oftentimes I feel like the manager, man, that's such a beautiful example. I love it. Oftentimes I feel like the manager feels like they need to be the expert in each role. Oh, right? yeah. but, but that's where hiring people smarter than you comes into play because in, in an orchestra setting, the conductor isn't going to be on the same level of expertise as the guy that's in the percussion section is mm-hmm. in that particular arena. Right. Yeah. Granted, he'll know plenty about it, especially at that level. He'll, he'll be a wizard in, in most people's eyes, but comparatively, the guy that's in the percussion section or whatever, you know, playing the violin, whatever you want to go with. Yeah. Uh, they've spent the vast majority of their time perfecting that skill, that one skill, right? Mm-hmm. Or that small group of skills. And so when you have somebody like a conductor come in that knows enough and they, and they, and that's the thing, they have to know enough to be able to conduct that person. Right. 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 Uh, about the general gist of, not just percussion, but, but music in general, right? Uh, they have to know enough to be able to conduct that person as well as rely on that person to be the expert in that arena. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the same exact thing applies to management. You, you, when you surround yourself with people smarter than you, not only does it require you to be a wizard to some extent, <laughs> right. In most people's eyes, but you also have to be able to give up your ego and rely on those people to be those experts. And trust that they're not going to sabotage you or oh, stab man. you in the back. I mean, we could we could do oh, a full man. episode on that. But 
I I know that we're we're, we're Dude, starting to we're we're getting to where we're going to wrap this up. I have one more style that I really want to talk about. Okay, there are Let's infinite management styles, and it's oh, usually yeah. a blend of okay, sure. I'm going to take this quality that I like, this attribute that I like, and I'm going to blend them together to you know develop my management style. But um, the management style I want to talk about to wrap this show up is the uh, the the student mentality, the constant learner, and so you you come into management with this idea of, okay, I need to learn. I need to understand. Now there's a big difference. We all hate when we're under someone who they don't know what they're doing and they're just like, Oh, I'll just figure this out. I mean, we're all learning together. And everyone's like, no, we actually know what we're doing. Why are you in charge? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that, and as harsh as that is, cause that's pretty harsh. Right. But as harsh as that is, you don't want to come across this scenario where, somebody just gets promoted into a management position and they've been with the company for, I don't know, six months and they have no previous management skill Mm -hmm. or experience. And all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I guess I'll just figure it out. It's like, no, man, no, that's not, we have a system that works. Don't mess it up. (laughs) Right. Right. And there's no way that that level of, unless there's an incredible amount of luck, there's no way that that level of, Lack of experience is going to do good things. It's, it's, it's like the little kid. Don't touch that dial. Don't push that button. Just, right? just here, you, you sit over here and play with this toy. <laughs> right. And, and you know, I've and they keep coming back to it. Like, what does it do? <laughs> and, and I've seen, you know, where you'll have like a supervisor that will take their manager and put them in the corner with a little toy and be like, okay, don't, oh don't touch anything. Don't, gosh. don't screw anything up. Let us just do the work and you just, you just play. And, that happens so much, managing your manager. I mean, that, that can be a good thing, managing your manager, right? But it also can be a really, really not good thing because, I mean, that means you just have the wrong person in that seat on the bus. Yeah. Uh, and so that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about the person who they've got a high level of humility and they come to the table, you know, it, this would be a, a great example of learner mentality of management. You get into the conference room and they sit down and the first thing that they say is they say, okay, I want to hear all of your ideas because they're wanting to learn from what everyone is bringing to the table. And they're like, okay, we've got this problem. We need to solve it. What can we do? They're very inquisitive. They're asking a lot of questions to, you know, instead of coming to the table with solutions, you have a lot of managers that they're just like, okay, we've got this problem. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And, you know, that can work. But again, that borderlines, that authoritarianism that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. And, you know, and so someone who is coming to the table with, with questions and saying, okay, we've got this problem. What can we do? And allowing people, you know, to, uh, to you know, flesh out some ideas. And, and collaborate like, and yeah. build team trust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's what I'm talking about with this with this learner mentality of management. And I think it's a great management style, very inquisitive, yeah. you know, collaborative uh, type management style. And and under the circumstances that and I feel like that's kind of my secondary management style, if you will. Mm-hmm. Be, and I call it my secondary management style because it only appears when I'm forced to manage people. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, when I manage people, that's very much how I prefer to do things because 
again, letting other people be the experts in their field. Like if I'm working with a graphic designer, I'm not going to be like, Hey, let me tell you about how to structure files so that, you know, your man, your graphic design processes can be more efficient. It's like, no, they are the graphic designer. They know how to manage their files and Mm -hmm. how to keep things neat and pretty. That doesn't mean they'll always do it, but they can at least, you know, tell me the right way that it should be done kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so very cool management style. I love it. This, this is, uh, this is what we're going to wrap up with is I would love to hear from you guys, different management styles that you've seen that have worked really well. Some that haven't worked very well. Uh, let us know. You can find us Ryan at marketingmanagementmoney.com. We'd love to hear your style and, uh, you know, always kind of learn and improve. Maybe we'll do a second follow-up episode. If we, uh, if we get enough, uh, of you guys commenting on on some different thoughts. So that's Ryan at marketingmanagementmoney.com. Take control of your business today. Go to learndesk.us and search marketing management and money for the small business insights you've always wanted. Be sure to stay tuned for new episodes on the first and third Wednesdays of every month and make sure to subscribe to be notified when we release bonus content such as interviews and short discussions.